0: Welcome to Engineering Fields of Dreams podcast. We're here to share stories and professional experiences of engineers across disciplines and let you explore the amazing world of engineering. Each episode, you'll hear inspiring stories and advice from engineers, allowing you to learn from their successes and experiences. Whether you're an engineering student, a veteran engineer, or just curious about engineering, we invite you to join us and explore the amazing and ever-changing world of engineering.
1: Welcome to this episode, Building Yourself Up, with our guest, Vince. Thank you for being here today, Vince. Would you please introduce yourself?
2: Hi, I'm Vince Morello. I grew up a little bit in Kansas City and Tucson, and I went to school at U of A, graduated there in 2018 with a bachelor in civil engineering. I also went back recently and finished in 2022 a master in structural engineering online from the University of Alabama Birmingham. I've been working for about 5 years now as a structural engineer and I work at HDR, who is a pretty big consultant in structural engineering and I'm doing a lot of wastewater structures, a bit of a mix of like commercial structures as well, but I'm really enjoying where my career is going now.
1: Wonderful. I'm looking forward to chatting today. Why did you choose this career?
2: I I know a lot of people decide civil engineering while they're in college, but from an early age, I think I knew that's what I wanted to do. And I remember growing up and going to like sports games and downtowns and seeing uh, all the cool buildings and stadiums. And I always just loved seeing the architecture and wanted to do that myself. And also, when I was a little kid, there's a tool, maybe a lot of people are familiar with it, Google SketchUp. And I just love to draw 3D buildings and create my own stuff. And so I was always super into architecture. I was pretty good at math, like a lot of people who go into engineering, and I wasn't super artsy. A little early on research indicated that if you like architecture and you're good at math, but maybe not art, structural engineering is probably the way you want to go. In reality, in practice, it's not as black and white that, as that. Structural engineers are allowed to be creative, architects know how to do math. <laughs> Uh, so that that's something I've learned along the way. And uh, there's one show from when I was little, growing up, it's called Mega Builders. It was on like the Discovery Channel or something. And they showed episodes of them constructing modern world wonders, like miles long bridges or thousand plus meter tall buildings. And I just thought it was the coolest thing seeing that and really cemented my want to do that for sure from an early age i had a good sense and just i was always pretty dead set on civil engineering and i haven't swayed from that path since and (laughs) i keep liking it and i think in my head i had the idea of looking at the skyscrapers and sports stadiums and all these big ones and having an idea of that's what I wanted. And that's not true yet. I've let a few other things catch my eye along the way. I'm still doing the same, working in the same basic field, but maybe not exactly what I envisioned it as. But that's okay. And the work I'm doing feels important to me. And and I'm just kind of letting it take the journey take me wherever. So yeah, that's how I... <laughs> got into civil and structural engineering and how i've stayed there since
1: wonderful and my next question i'll tack on a follow-up question to your Mm -hmm. last answer is what do you know now that you wish you knew before graduation and i'll tack on to that maybe what did you get out of your recently completed master's program in structural engineering
2: yeah definitely and i probably could tie those two questions together pretty easily and when you're in school and college like engineering is kind of your life and it's (laughs) everything it's most of what you do and you're really immersed in these classes and while you are becoming quite the expert in what you're studying there's still so much to learn and how to put it into practice and I remember when I was going out for my initial interviews I was so worried about trying to impress companies like with my technical knowledge and no one's going to ask you in your interviews, like to design a building on the spot. And, and I think I was really worried that they were. (laughs) And I think a lot of companies, if they're truly a good employer will really help you and guide you and give you appropriate tasks to your skill set. We were all graduates of college once in the engineering field and we know what it's like to be there. So, you know, you're not going to come out of college really knowing a lot of how to actually do the job, but the foundation is there and that's what's important. And so I guess as to the graduate school for me, I thought about it during college. There was the option to like tack on an extra year and do that. But I just, I truly wasn't ready. And I was still a little bit swaying in what kind of civil engineering career I would want and if a graduate degree would serve me in that. But getting two or three years out into the industry, I realized doing my designs i'm getting by and i can see what's going on but there is a knowledge gap here and structural engineering a very technical field and i really wanted to dive deeper and truly understand more what i was designing and i think i had the benefit waiting two or three years after finishing my bachelor's degree of knowing what i truly wanted out of my master's experience i did a lot of research i picked the school that had the best classes suited for what i was going for i knew what kind of field i was working in and like what kind of classes would benefit me most so i was able to pick a pick the perfect fit for me my company helped me financially do that pretty much all of it So that was really beneficial. And they're investing in you and me because they know that like the technical knowledge you're getting out at that graduate experience, you're going to be putting back into your work. I truly got a lot out of that experience and kind of knew what I wanted then just having worked on projects and slowly evolving and knowing what i need to know because w- when you get out of college you don't really know what you need to know and exactly uh, <laughs> but people are patient and they're going to they're going to work with you and you're going to grow so fast without even really realizing that you are until you become the senior engineer
1: <laughs> and i really like the story that you told because i do think you get more out of grad school after having some years of experience to bring that actually to the program and I think you can also as you did um, really choose a program that's a good fit for you so oftentimes I think when you're an undergraduate sometimes you choose a program because of the location or the reputation of the Mm -hmm. school but a graduate program is different you really want to choose the experience that will help you get the knowledge that you're really seeking so I think that was a great story So my next question is recalling a challenging professional situation and what did you learn from it?
2: Yeah, I was thinking back and it happened about a year ago, or so, and we were designing a smaller building and I was doing the design and that involves a lot of math and calculations and we were pretty far along in the design and it's not like this was this building was being built quite yet but we were getting there it was pretty far along in the design and i was going through my calculations one day and i don't know what drew my eye to it but i just noticed i i missed a number here and it was the number two and it was fairly early on in the calculation so i forgot to multiply basically everything by two and that means that The structural members that I was supposed to be designing were only being designed for half the weight. And (laughs) as you can imagine, that's not a good thing and it's a big deal. And you're not going to have a good time if it gets built and you're not calculating close to the right numbers. And I saw that I stared at it for a while because I had done this math probably three to six months before I noticed this and the project had been progressing along and i i stared at it i was trying to convince myself that no i'm making a mistake looking at it now it can't be and just reasoning out and i probably took a good couple hours to myself and i'm definitely one of the stereotypical engineers i'm not in the sense that i'm not a huge talker or really want to talk to a lot of people. And so the thought of kind of confrontation and admitting this mistake and having everyone know it, something like that, you got to first communicate with your supervisor, hey, I made this mistake. They got to tell the project manager and everyone else who's worked on the project and the owner who will probably end up paying a little more to construct this than they thought. All those people have to be told and it's not a fun time. And so I, I did, I told my boss, he worked a lot with me and we ended up making the changes we needed to, everyone agrees that yes, it is bad that we, uh, this happened in the first place, but we got to make the changes so that we have a good design structure. And honestly, in the end, it wasn't as bad or scary as I thought it was going to be. I had a worst case scenario of saying, hey, I made a mistake. And I thought first my boss was just going (laughs) to ream into me and then the owner was going (laughs) to have his, what he wanted to say. And it was all going to be just terrible. And. They were going to directly mention me in every email ever that, hey, he screwed this project up. But it wasn't that bad. So I think a few things to pull from that story is A, check your work, be careful. We make mistakes. And also work with your coworkers who are familiar with the project to also check your work. I know we work in a very tight deadline and budget oriented project structure but there's always room to make sure you get it right and take the time to look at these things and then the other thing to take from that is whatever confrontation you're expecting about your mistakes it's likely not going to be as bad as you think it is because i think the people that you'll be admitting this mistake to have probably also been there in mm-hmm. some similar sense in our understanding.
1: I think that's a great story. And I'm glad that you felt supported um, by your boss. And I think that's some really good takeaways that you shared, that the anticipation oftentimes is worse than <laughs> what you were expecting when you're sharing some not so good news. And I think having open communication with your boss and your team members also makes that a better experience. And again, you were way before the build phase that it was identified. <laughs> yes. a lot harder when it's actually later on in the project. Yeah. So in closing, what advice would you impart to someone just starting their career?
2: Yeah, I would say the most important thing is we have expectations when we're Going into college and growing up, like I said, I imagine myself designing these big grand stadiums and right out of the gate in college. And I would say there's there's no pressure to find that dream job right away. And I think. When we talk about this dream job, your definition of that can change with experience and evolve along with you. I'm, I love what I'm doing right now. I never would have said uh, when I was in college, like designing stuff for utilities is exciting and, but it is, and it's really fulfilled, you know, knowing that I'm at the point now where I'm thinking like helping a lot of people out by Providing water, electricity through my building designs is maybe more helpful and more fulfilling than <laughs> building another skyscraper or sports stadium. So I've evolved in that way. And I would say when you're in college, you do start getting exposed to the industry. But once you're in, like in the industry, it truly opens up and you have an idea of what all is out there. Because, for example, in civil engineering, we're taught that we can take five different paths. You can go as a geotechnical, a structural, a water, a transportation, or a construction engineer. But in the real job market, the lines are a little blurrier. There's not maybe a pure transportation job. You're going to have to do other things and take from other experiences. and you're not going to use get to use a hundred percent of what you use in class and then on the other hand there's a lot of stuff that is just buried in there that you don't know is out there in college like I I have friends who have the same degree as me and and they're working in the oil industry and that stuff was never talked about as an option in class but They went out and found it and they applied their skill sets that they learned from college and were, and companies want that. they, They value engineering and proving that you have the critical engineering thinking skills and then they'll kind of teach you the rest that you haven't been exposed to during your classes. Always be open to whatever opportunities present itself. Don't get so focused in on what you think is out there and what you want to do because an engineering degree is so versatile and you can create a lot of opportunities for yourself with it yeah and i know a lot of people who are also happy just engineering doesn't have to be your whole life. <laughs> so for some people it is, and there's a lot of opportunities there. Maybe your dream is to <laughs> just be a family person or spend time and do other hobbies. And there's a lot of room for that too. Yes, it doesn't have to be you know, all work all the time. It's just about advocating for yourself and what you want and learning along the way who you are and what your dreams in life are. For
1: sure. I think that was very sage advice for our audience. And thank you so much for your time today.
2: Yeah. Thanks, Matt. Appreciate it.
0: We'd like to thank today's guest for sharing their professional experience and career advice. We appreciate their insight and taking the time to share them with our audience. To the listener, thank you for joining us on this journey and exploring the ever-evolving world of engineering. We hope we've inspired you to pursue your dreams and ambitions. Let us know if there are topics or fields you'd like to hear more about. Until next time, we wish you the best of luck on your engineering journey.